Dave. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hello. Hello. Special podcast. Yes, this one um, today. So if you, you may or may not have heard that I have my country music segment where I bring country music songs to you guys and see if you can finish off the lyrics in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now I have one that I don't think is probably quite appropriate to go on the radio because the rules for live broadcast and podcast are very different. Love okay. it. Okay. So um, this one's a bit of a naughtier one we're going to play today. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. All right. Uh, so I'm just doing one song and there's multiple verses okay. here. Okay. I would like you to try and okay. finish. All right. The what artist you? is what? Freddie B. Oh, Old FB. Old, old FB. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Freddie B current now, or is Freddie B an older? Uh, he's a little bit older. It's not super old, but I don't know exactly what year okay. it's from. He's um, from Texas, like everyone? <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere, Somewhere he loves his mama. <laughs> um, so I need you to tell me um, the next lyric okay. in this country music song. <laughs> um, so just to kind of help you out to finish it off here, she only does what? Okay. She said if we got married, buy a house and some land, pick out our circles of trust, those matching wedding bands, life would be so sweet, and I'd treat you all so nice, we'll be rolling in the hay, almost every night. Oh yeah, we will. Mm. Now, one year later. Honey, I need you to mow the grass, take out the trash, put the dishes in the dishwasher, and for heaven's sake, put the toilet seat down. She only... Does anal. Okay. Uh, She only... She doesn't sound like someone who does, to be honest. She she only sounds anal. Ah. She Mm. only complains. She only... She only... I like the, uh, the added version of that. I don't know what he does for a live show. She only fucks me when she's angry. <laughs> I love that you guys are getting super naughty. Well, know? no, well, you're the one that says we've got to play it now. We're trying to think outside the box. Sleep. Literally. Um, Sleeps with me once a year. No. no. Uh, she Abby, only rides my balls. Uh, which one? She it's only, not, okay, nag. So she only nags. She only nags. Uh, yeah. She only gets I'll, on I'll my back. This, it's not super filthy. Right. It's just, you know. Mm. She only. Abby's the closest. She only. So it's not necessarily filthy. But they're just it's not just, happily really yeah. married. So we they? need to tone it down. Okay. You tone down. Okay. <laughs> Think of the themes, yeah, not so much the swearing. Sorry. Okay. We, yeah, I just thought missed, that I was yeah. like, he wanted kids, and I didn't mm-hmm. think they'd had kids right. because she uh, was doing that, and right. then I thought that was the issue. I don't know. She only bitches when she breathes. That's one year into their marriage, mm. you know? Honeymoon period is over. It's over. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, another one here. So now that uh, they're, you know, they're married, mm-hmm. she yeah. obviously only bitches when she breathes, but mm. what else does she do? Finish this mm-hmm. one off for me. She only bitches when she breathes. Rolling in the hips, that's her allergy. Won't wear no sexy lingerie since she ate that wedding cake. Holy thing she... Put on almost 20 pounds. The <laughs> 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 only thing she, she does. The only thing she. Only thing she does is tell me, go away. Won't wear no sexy lingerie since she ate that wedding cake. 
blows is my money and dream. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> anything she blows is my money and dreams. Wow. <laughs> Toxic relationship, this one. Yes, it is. Toxic. Not, maybe not for her. No, she sounds no, like she's having yeah. fun. Yeah. Mm. This is Freddie B, by the way. If you want to uh, look it up, it is titled She Only Bitches When She Breathes. Can't wait to hear his romantic song. <laughs> this is his romantic <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, go. This is it. Okay. Uh, okay, final one here. All right. He sums, he sums her up mm. as a person, mm. sums up the whole situation. Um, if you could finish this off, please. Only thing she blows is my money and dreams. Yeah, this circle of trust is like a band of thieves. She stole my heart and then my self-esteem. I'll have to sum it up this way. She could... Please just go away. That would make my life complete. <laughs> I think he wants her to die. Oh. If only she would pass it. away. Yeah, carcat, please. Mm. <laughs> if only she would die, that yeah. would make him happy. Yeah. Or if only he could leave her, but she would take half. No. Come no, look. Run off with my brother Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's have a listen. Here, how does he sum this up? He's summing her up mm. as a person. I'll have to sum it up this way. She could turn a straight man gay. She only bitches when she breathes. Wow. Mr. Banjo, take us out. I think we found a new wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. And are all, are all his ones, is that his style? Is it like, a, is he slash comedy or is I, he... I haven't looked any further yeah, into right. him. I just came and across is he married? Video. That's the question. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, let's Google find out. Yeah. He only bitches. Catchy. They're all catchy. Um, is Freddie B married? He was. <laughs> <laughs> um, is his real name Freddie Bruno? That's what I'm going to guess. Yeah, Freddie Bruno, yeah. That's not very country. That's why he goes Freddie B, I guess. His music career well, began with the Christian Hip Hop Collective. Wow. I don't know if that's the same guy. Ooh, we'll have to do a deep dive on this His guy. His family members are musicians. He moved to Texas. He got married in 1999. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're still married. Right. Right. She, does she not listen to his music? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's about his first wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's never been married, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's got another song called Who Put the Pecker on the Snowman. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> well, he's going to get a bit of a run in this segment by the sounds of things. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. My sons have been in training. They are in training of uh, a lot of things, but especially what to say with a woman when she has heightened emotions. You mean all the time? <laughs> no. <laughs> like my sons will never go, oh, gosh, you're acting crazy. Uh, like, yeah. oh, my God, calm down. They will actually go, oh, I'm so sorry, we'll be ignoring you. Ah, Perfect. Good one. Because I am ignored. And this comes because I have learned what my husband says to me. In heightened moments could have to be the worst thing you could possibly say. And they're the sort of things I would like to hear. If you'd like to join in this thirteen ten sixty, because Gary, an avid liver of the show, uh, avid listener of the show, was that right? Yeah, he's an yeah. avid liver as well. He, he really loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me this video, and I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" And the comments after this guy has obviously done it with satire, right? Mm-hmm. But he has given five sure ways of how to calm down a woman. This is what he says about it. 
Are you in a relationship with a woman and you're tired of all that hooting and hollering? Well, here are five surefire ways passed down from generation to generation of men on how to calm those ladies down. All right, number five. Number five, just tell her to calm down. Sometimes women get all caught up in their woman and forget the basic rules of polite discourse. A gentle reminder to calm down should simmer the situation. His woman in it. Woman in it. I love it. Number four, remind her to relax. This helps <laughs> ladies who understand their level of energy is inappropriate, but aren't quite sure what the next step to take. Or just stop thinking about it. That's the other thing yeah, you always stop forget. About it. Just stop thinking about oh, it. That's, I didn't think of that. I oh. I feel sorry for younger men that yeah. will not realize that that, that is a joke. <laughs> There were a lot of comments on it. This is a joke. No, no. Yeah. So this one is physical stuff, right? This is what you could do. These are hand gestures mm. of how you can help, okay. all right, for number three and number two. It's not a booby squeeze, Matt, but thank you so much Sorry, for contributing was, now we got to six. the conversation. <laughs> this is three and two. You ready? Yeah. Number three, you're here. I need you here. This simple physical action can help demonstrate the de-escalation necessary in the situation. Bring it down. Bring it down. You're you're up here. I need you here. The the other one is also a physical one for for number two. This is a good one. Pretend this is your crazy knob. We need to turn it way down. (laughs) Again, just another physical demonstration to show them the proper path. Yeah. Need to turn your crazy knob way down. Number one. What number was that one? That was two. (laughs) Yeah. It's writing this down. These are all going to like just fire her up even more. But anyway, number one. Number one, what is the ultimate thing you can do to calm down a woman? And number one, only to be used in extreme cases. You're acting like your mother, and this world doesn't need two bitches that crazy walking around. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I obviously could never use that, so that's no good to me. Nice one. Thirteen ten sixty. <laughs> if you want to add in, because ladies have uh, started talking. I mean, there was a lot of things of, like, where did he get buried? Yeah. Um, uh, was this the last post he's ever made? There yep, was all yep, of yep. those. Um, there was one lady that said, I really liked um, someone to point out that it's that time of the month. I find that really helps mm-hmm. the situation. Someone else said, I really like it when I'm in that sort of mood and my husband asks for a sandwich and I find just being able to fill his belly is really important to me during that moment. <laughs> okay. I just want to let you know, you're up here yeah. and I need you down here. Yeah. Turn, turn your crazy <laughs> knob down, you, please. Oh. Just, yeah. This way. Lefty. Righty tighty loosey goosey. I think okay? it's the same version of going, are you okay? Yeah. No, really. Are you okay? Mm. What's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing. That's the same thing as what a guy doesn't like. Yeah. 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 Mm. Nothing's wrong until you ask us what's wrong. And then we're annoyed that you I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there wasn't. Was before. No, no, there, was. there wasn't. Mm. <laughs> Hello? Hi. <laughs> um, my husband has once said to me, mm, is it near that time of the month? Mm. <laughs> no, you're just a moron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And also... And also never tell a woman to calm down. No. If you want her to calm down, never say calm down. Yeah. No. Scotty's tried to go the opposite way now and he says fire up because he yep. thought it might work. I was yeah, like, okay. oh, yeah, that's, yeah, fire up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that works. Uh, good on you, Katie. Danny, hello. 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 Hi, it's Danny. Hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. We know. <laughs> Listening Guys, is Danny. I... Don't you yes. dare. Sorry, no one can hear us at the moment. No, all good, all good. What do you what do you not say to a woman to calm her down? You never shush a woman. Yes. My husband and my father and my three sons, when I start going off because they're so stupid, they go, shh, 
Mm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. It just that. triggers me to get louder. Yeah. I think I'm on their side to be fair. Should we try again? Chantel in Redland Bay, what do you not say to a woman to calm her down? Just get over it. It's not that serious. No, no. How can, oh, oh. Thank you so much for pointing that out. I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah so I, I know. Thank you. I didn't think of that, but now that you've told me that, I'm, okay, I understand. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we're here yeah. for you, Chantel. Oh. Seemed to work. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 13, 10, 60 is our number. Natanya in Wakeley, what should you not say to a woman to calm her down? Oh, just breathe. Oh, just I didn't, breathe. That's a good one. I didn't realise. Hey, just You're fine. Just breathe. Just take a minute. Yeah, I didn't realise that was necessary for life. <laughs> oh, thanks for pointing that out. Mm. <laughs> it's like we've been mansplained each time of how we should be and what state we should be and where we are. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my favourite one is I go, are you horny? <laughs> how does that go? Does that work? No. <laughs> you know what you need. Uh, yeah. I think, I no, think, I don't. No. Ever again. Yeah. Dan Fernie Grove, what have you said? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, Dan. Well, I've got two, actually. One's, uh, yeah, the first one you do is you look her in the eyes, lovey-dovey eyes kind of thing, and you just say to her, you know you're so beautiful when you're angry? <laughs> and it really works. The other one is either just look through it blankly and start tweaking your nipples. <laughs> completely forget what she's saying. <laughs> I just saw him go up a lot worse than what she was. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. She's reminded what yeah. she's got yeah. in life. That would work, Danny boy. All right. Oh, you're funny. We'll make note of that for when Abs is cranky at us. Next time right. she's womaning. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Oh, we absolutely love these guys, Mashed and Kutcher. They're Brizzy boys. They have done many, many shows for us before and gigs, and we're very blessed to be speaking with Maddie from Mashed and Kutcher this morning. G'day, legend. Hello, hello. How are we? This is a bit of a different conversation than what we, we normally have with you, because uh, like Maddie said, we do love you guys, and you've got a new single that's out. It's called It's All Right, and 100% of profits go where and why. About four months ago, I... Uh Surprise, surprise diagnosis of uh, multiple myeloma, which is a very rare form of blood cancer mm-hmm. and um, sort of took us all by surprise. Yeah, flash forward to now, I'm four months into chemo. We wasted no time getting straight into it. Really, I think for me, music, uh, music's my outlet. So I have, in addition to focusing on my health, being able to write a song in that period of time, which has been really good distraction for me um, and also keeps the good vibes coming too. So I reached out to the team at Myeloma Australia. Yeah, I'm able to get my artist streaming royalties to them for this record, which is super special. This, this is so crap that you have to go through it and, and such an amazing thing you're doing for something that you've got to go through to be able to, I guess, help the research for others that may be going through it. You're, you're a musician that you kind of, you know, you're touring your years to late nights, but, I mean, what was it that you first thought, wait a minute, I've got to go and get tested? Great question. Um, so I'd been having super random pain in my left arm Ooh. and pain in my ribs, and I'd been going to physio and we couldn't figure out what it was. Um, they thought that it might have been tennis elbow, it might have been a muscle thing, and it got to the point where the pain was so bad, physio goes, look, you're going to have to go and get more scans and, and see what's really going on. Got the scans, uh, the ortho team came back and said, look, yeah, there's a few things happening, you've got cancer, and wow. um, it's the definition of a curveball, mm. um, but... 
as I've come to learn, the reality is there's 22,000 Aussies out there living with this rare cancer, um, and there's other young people out there like myself with it. So I'd never heard of it before mm. diagnosis, and it's certainly not something me and my family had ever expected to hear, you know, at my age. So, yeah, as I've come to learn, there are, there are young people out there in Australia with this. So to let people know that that's the case is is super important. How was it the day you found out? I imagine, obviously, that's really, really tough, but then you've got to relive it so many times by sharing it with family, don't you? You've got to tell your parents, you've got to tell your mates. Totally. It was, um, it was an extremely personal and extremely, um, you know, Poor mum nearly collapsed, and as you can imagine, it was just something that we um, we didn't expect to hear. But um, you know, I'm very, very grateful. I'm very lucky. I've got a fantastic support network of, you know, my mum, my dad, my sister, and also like my close friends and and you know, close close circle of friends. Um, they've just been amazing in the past four months. So, and how is the prognosis for the future, mate? Um, so look, there is no cure for myeloma. It's an incurable cancer. Um, the specialist that I've spoken to said that. There's hope for a cure on the horizon, which mm. is another part of the reason why yeah. I'm helping spread awareness. Um, I think they need something crazy like a hundred million in funding to to get towards a cure for it. But they they're hopeful they can find a cure. So for me, it's a case of another few months of treatment. I'll probably have a procedure to try and completely eradicate it. The goal is to get this into remission. Hopefully, I'll be uh, healthy and back on stage and playing shows again by mid next year. That's the goal. I know chemo is to uh, to fight the cancer, but God, it must suck. How many hours are you sitting in the chair there? Look, um, yeah, for anyone who who doesn't know much about chemo, I mean, it it definitely would vary from patient to patient. Yeah. For me, um, I go in once a week and have chemo, and then a lot of my other meds and treatment, I, I do it from home. Right. And that's part of the reason why. I'm really lucky to be able to make music because all I need is a laptop and yeah. phones to do that. Yeah. So yeah. no big flashy studios here. It's it's the bedroom and in bed making beats. And um, do you put oh, the headphones you know. on or do you just share with the group? Ah uh, no, the the headphones are definitely on. I don't okay. think anyone wants to hear the same no, played seventeen yeah. billion times before the song's finished. Well, Matty, you like the stuff that you do because you know you go viral every song that you make, pretty much too. I loved when you used to do stuff where you take random sounds and then turn them into songs. Are you like? Doing, doing that the drip, at the hospital? Are you, you at the hospital recording bits and pieces and turning them into uh, bangers? No, like hospital. Hospitals are quiet place and mm. hospitals are a quiet zone and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I um, that's that's definitely a, a no-go zone for music. Um, to be honest with you, being off social media for a, about four months and blocking out all the noise and not doing anything else besides going through my treatment, I've actually written more music in the last four months than I probably have in the last ten years. Yeah, right. So it's, it's, it's weird how it works. Yeah. Has it affected the tone at all, though? Because I mean, you, you're all all your songs are so upbeat and get a crowd going. With surely with your mental things that's going on, has it? Have you written any depressing songs? Any sad songs or? To be honest, I haven't, and you know, with the new record, it's all right. Listening to that, that's for the listeners at home. That's a really good reflection of where my headspace is at. Right. It's positive. It's good vibes. It's feel good. It's what you'd expect from a good time with a Mashin Kutcher record. Keeping positive with the music, like I said, has enabled me to have that distraction from the treatment. And now you are an a, an amazing musician. You make all these amazing songs. Do you regret making the Dan Andrews get on the beers? which is just one of those songs that just goes and goes and goes. I love it personally. Beers, 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 get on the beers, 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 get on the beers. And that song, Get on the Beers, look, 
I made that on a Tuesday afternoon on a whim in probably less than 15 minutes. Put very little little effort into it. So please please rest assured there was not many months slaved away for that song. You just want to make that clear. It was made very quickly. It's <laughs> funny. make that abundantly clear. I, was, I always remember the Foo Fighters saying, oh, if we had more time, we would have come up with a better name. We didn't think it was yeah. going anywhere and you had to you know, do something quick. Like. I mean, that's a whole other conversation we could get onto about the name of the band. Uh, yeah, right. Because right. <laughs> at, at the time of the start, of Ashton Kutcher, it was about, oh, I think it was about 1am, and there was an episode of Two and a Half Men, oh. Ashton Kutcher, he just joined the cast replacing Charlie Sheen, Wow! and I, I needed a placeholder name for the project, and I was like, look, I'll call it Ashton Kutcher, and then we started getting booked for shows, and I was like, okay, um, this is on posters now, I guess I've got to stick with it, and yeah, yeah, these, these I find myself in these positions where I... The, the smallest output I have yeah. seems to go the furthest. <laughs> Let so. there be a lesson. Stop trying. Uh, well, buddy, this new song, we're going to play it now. Every time this gets streamed, the royalties you have gone and you are donating it all to cancer research for this um, myeloma. So get on Spotify, play it over and over and over, tell all your friends about it, post it all over TikTok. Um, it's called It's All Right. Maddie from Ashton Kutcher, great to talk to you, buddy, and um, good to hear you doing well. Guys, thanks for having me on. And you know what? The first record that we ever put out with the project about 10 years ago, I was there on B105 and yep. Yep. we're still here. We're putting out music and we're doing the thing. So appreciate it always. Dav, Abby and Matt on B105. Tell you what, I feel like I'm into footy over in the States because of Kelsey. Better change the wording because no one calls it footy there. NFL. Gridiron. I don't care what I call it. I'm just saying he's 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 the tightest end in the game, apparently. He's the best tight end. Uh, and I think that's ex- extremely good that Taylor Swift has got hold of him. Plucked him from obscurity. Yeah, yeah. made him big. No, he's just, he's a very good looking guy. And no, no. And yeah, no. he's a good yeah, looking guy. He's handsome. Good I feel sorry guy. for his I think brother. He's handsome. Because he's not as. Well, he's not as good as a tight end either. He is a pretty good tight end. Yeah, though. but he's not the best he's tight end. He's not the end, best is he? tight end. See? No. Yeah, no. if you had to pick one, you'd pick him. No. And but he's got a hot wife and a couple of kids. He's doing all right. Is he? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're both doing all right. But I just think it's a really good match for them. But I just think there's one person you need to look out for this relationship. And of course, it's everyone that started following him. Everyone is now involved with the Chiefs. They're on board. They're big fans. And mm. everyone doesn't want to break up. Because that's going to be hard for everyone. Everybody, the world. For Swifties, for everyone, is going to find it really hard. But there's one person that I feel like we also have to think about because they only, I guess, rumoured to have started dating in September. Mm-hmm. So it's quite new. But they've already met each other's family. Mm-hmm. And during the moment when she changed the lyrics, which was a big deal, huge deal, to uh, Karma is a guy on the Chiefs. Like, he's excited, even though he sort of knew it was coming. But anyway, and then even even Taylor Swift's dad, Scott, is next to him, goes to give him a high five. He's like, oh, my God, I didn't even Which is weird in itself. High five. high five, you're sleeping with my daughter. daughter. High Bang. five, you're an amazing footballer who's just got me involved with the Chiefs and I'm on board as well. But you're uh, loving my daughter how she deserves to be loved. Okay? Mm-hmm. Loving her brains out. No, I don't do that. Okay. Although they did spend the whole weekend with, yeah, anyway. High five, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) But he was talking about uh, this moment at the concert, how amazing it was, and, you know, about Taylor Swift's dad. 
How does it feel to officially be uh, the guy on the Chiefs? <laughs> you mean karma? Karma. That's uh, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I had no clue that, uh, well, I might have had a little bit of a clue, but um, definitely when I heard it come out of her mouth, uh, still shocked me. And uh, Yeah, you could tell in the video. I was like, it was pretty. Oh, sh she really just said that. You were that. so All shocked right. you left Scott hanging. <sighs> Scott's over here looking for a high five. Yeah, Mr. Swift, I apologize, big guy. Oh, man, I missed that. I never miss a high five, too. Big high five guy. It's the most electric thing you can do in a, at an event. Uh, so, sorry, Mr. Swift. Is it, is it though? No, it's probably not. I think it maybe that's why we find all our events so boring. We're not, we're not high fiving. Yeah. We're going to stop hugging, guys. Okay? <laughs> we're going to start high fiving. Um, I just go, big guy? Yeah. Like, you were already referring to him as, like, big guy. Yeah. And I just feel like the family's really into him as well. And Taylor Swift has been hanging out with his, his, his mum. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, on 131060, did your parents get more cut with a breakup? <laughs> because I can see here where they're like, well, Taylor, we like the Chiefs. Yeah. We've all got the merch. We're yeah. All, we're... We want to go to the next game. Don't break up with him until the next game. Because when the family gets involved, they get attached. Mm -hmm. And when you make a decision to break up, it's like, well, I thought we were hanging out. Yeah. So my dad started going to the gym with a guy that I was going out with. That's were... weird. So weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Because he was into bodybuilding. Yeah. And my dad decided that he... Is that how he got into it? Well, yeah, and he was walking around yeah, with right. invisible abs, and he was like, oh, he has a training belt, so i got to get a training belt. It wasn't comfortable with it. Um, and then shortly after, we broke up, and he was like, oh, we're not going to the gym. I was <laughs> like, no, you don't go to the gym with him anymore. Like, we're broken up. We are broken up. Was it, did you break up with him, and was it a bad breakup? Yeah, it wasn't good. Right, yeah. so you can't then. No, you like still, if it's you still can't. Oh, if it's amicable, if you got, if you guys are still friends, then your dad can still be friends with him, surely. No, no, dad. No, think you so. got to pick a, you got to pick a side, right? And your I family so. should pick your side. Yeah. Esther still went to a family barbecue, didn't she? When you weren't there, <laughs> yeah. My, my <laughs> mum, I my it was um my grandparents' wedding anniversary, and I couldn't make it, so I rang when everyone was there. Said to my mum, "How's the party?" She goes, "Great, Esther's here." <laughs> like, what? what? What is Esther doing there? We've so, a new boyfriend, but we're really happy for her. She's found someone really good. <laughs> I said, "We broke up." You know that? She goes, "Yeah, I invited her." <laughs> wow. Well, it means that she accepted because she still liked you. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, she'd be like, oh. "Yeah." I mean, we obviously got back to we were breaking up, getting back together a lot. But I was like, "Mum, you can't invite her to things." Mm. She goes, "I will do what I want." At least you weren't there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that is that even is worse? It? Was you trying to hook her, hook her up with one of the cousins or something? <laughs> when you say you couldn't go, were you invited? No, I, was, uh, I think I was away. Okay, so that's why they well, organised it that day. Yeah, <laughs> it was an intervention. Probably. Yeah. Look, we know he's a bit wasn't of a even dick. a wedding anniversary. <laughs> but if you persevere, you can change him. You can change him. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Did your parents take your breakup harder than you did? Hey, Jan. Hey. What happened? Uh, so my entire family, parents, siblings, everything went to my brother's ex-girlfriend's wedding. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Including my brother's now wife. Oh. Did your brother go as well? Yeah, with his wife. Oh, he went with his wife. So they're yeah, obviously they still... separated and then they married other people yeah. and we all went. You really to like her? state wedding even. Oh Jeez. my God, wow. You really like her? Like she's part of the family? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's still comes and hangs out at my house, like when she's up to visit her parents for Christmas. She comes and spends time with me and my sister and 
My brother actually lives four houses down the road from her parents and visits them still. <laughs> okay. Is it, wow. was it, was there anything at the wedding where it's kind of like the speeches and it's like, you know, finally she's found the one and you're like, ooh. No, probably the worst was she started scolding my brother for not getting our mum a chair and he turned around and said, you didn't bloody marry me. <laughs> you can't block me around sort of thing. Why did they break up? Uh, just young. Just yeah. young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's <laughs> weird though. And well, she invited. Weird. They're all still friends. But even the wife to go, like yeah. He, well, and he, they were friends from school. Like they all went uh, to school together. Well, they yeah. all knew each other. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well done. Guess By the works. island is a small place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danielle and Warner, what happened hey, to you? How's it going? Uh, no. So daughter broke up with her partner, but he was in the midst of painting our house. <laughs> So, um, you know, that can be awkward. <laughs> she couldn't have waited yeah. another week? Was it the last half of the house not painted well or did he still do a great job? No, he still did a great, okay. absolutely great job. And then he just kept on coming over because he was painting our new house as well. So, um, you know, painted that one as well and it was a little bit awkward, but I just went on, you know, it is what it is, and yeah. you've just got to get on with it. But then my son has just recently broken up with a beautiful girl, and um, I've still got tickets for a pink concert in February, and I'm like, well, she's still coming to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you, yeah. Oh. And it is, because they they do start becoming part of the family, like yeah. staying over at your house. Yeah. And, and I guess if they, they don't break up badly, then there's no reason to not see her. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with Danielle. No, no, that's it. Well, yeah. that's it. Say, I mean, before you were going, you got to pick sides and stick with your family. That was before I met Danielle. Oh, okay. And she had she had half her house painted. What do you <laughs> want her to do? What I want to know, Danielle, is did the ex boyfriend who was still painting, <clears throat> excuse me, did he still give you the family discount? Oh, he did. What but a lovely still, young man. See, he probably still wanted to get back with her. You yeah. Can see. Well, I think secretly yeah. there was, um, but she's met a beautiful partner now anyway. And, you know, we still talk to the ex and yeah. um, it's all good. And, you know, with the new one, it's like, I mean, she popped in the other day and was like, I, I miss you. You're, you're part of my family. And Don't get attached, Danielle. You're she just already getting has. broken. <laughs> <laughs> just getting broken. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Argyle Jewelers. Lab-grown diamonds custom designed to suit your budget. Your ring, your way at Argyle Jewelers. Carindale and Garden City. Stab Abby and Matt's surprise proposal. Just quickly, is that how well you know him? You just call him Flo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tight. Those who don't call him Mr. Ryder. <laughs> Do you reckon he's going to be up now? No. <laughs> Either way. Oh, no. Unless he's still awake. I saw all the after party. Yeah. Ooh, you see that? No, what happened at the after party? They've just now released, I think it's a uh, Fortitude musical. Oh, yeah, cool. Mm. Is, that, is that where the official after party is? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. that's a big venue. It's going to be lit. It is going to be lit. Lit AF. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maddie, maybe you should. Like the uh, proposal. Someone's not getting an invite to the after party. Yeah, the proposal. It is going to be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. As uh, I'll Make Love to You is the song that there is going to be uh, two guys that get down on their knee mm-hmm. and ask, will you marry me? Which is very exciting. But this has happened in a lot of concerts and I think concerts are the places to uh, propose because it's public. Mm -hmm. You've got a famous singer involved up on stage. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate declare of like, you're the one. Yep. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. So we want to go through uh, a few moments where it's happened on stage during concerts. Taylor Swift, it happens to her quite a bit. Mm. 
And uh, Love Story was a super popular time for fans to be able to propose. And this is when she's been doing her Eras tour, which is happening right now. This is it. Yeah. Was there someone in the background there doing it? <laughs> I think you had to be there for that one, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. to be there. It's kind I, of I the think they screen. do it a lot through that song. All the guys yeah. pick out a white dress. It's a love story. Um, and then just say yes is when they kneel down. I reckon oh. it would be hard, though, if you're doing it and someone's up on stage. Yep. Do you know what I mean? You're like, damn, damn it, it, how did they yeah. pick her? You wouldn't be able to. I think you'd have to pause it. If you saw that happening, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. Put the, put the ring back in the pocket. This was a weird one because I'm like, how, she knew what was happening. This is in uh, 2021. And you know that I love Adele. And there was a special concert where she'd had one night only with Adele. Now mm-hmm. she's obviously in Vegas, but back when she did this. And uh, a guy, Quinton, was leading his partner, Ashley, onto the stage. However, her eyes and her ears were covered. So mm. if you're like, we're at Adele, come on, I'm just going to put a blindfold on you. Yeah. And I just need to put headphones on you. Just go with it. Like, you know that something's happening, right? Yes, yeah. He's not going to invite you up on stage and say, I break up with you. Mm. <laughs> this is it. Take it off. Oh, my God. Babe, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Oh, my God. Look at me. First of what all, are you doing? listen, thank you for being patient with me. You're <laughs> crazy, man. I just know that you're going to be an amazing mother to our kids one day. <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love you, and I will continue to love you forever. <laughs> Ashley, this is real. This is real. (laughs) Oh, my God. This has been a long time coming. Oh, my God. I've been your girlfriend for so long. Hello, babe. (laughs) Will, okay. Oh, my God. Will you marry me? Hello, Ashley. In real life. In real life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Hello, Ashley. Like, what I love about that, and I still remember it so clearly, is she's looking around just going, oh, my God, what are we? And he's just like, okay, wait a minute. You got Focus. To look at me. Focus. And she's like, but look at everyone. They're here. Look at boy. Look at your girlfriend for so long. Yeah. Uh, nice now, dig. John Legend. This mm. is one of my favorite songs because, of course, it's written about his uh, wife. But um, All of Me, loves all of you, like such a brilliant one. Great song. And this happened uh, back on stage in 2014. Dion Cameron and Cassandra, come up here, please. I'm feeling the love tonight. We've been through a lot over the last 10 years. You've been the perfect woman for me. I've been lost without you. And you know this. I love every, everything about you. So without further ado, Did she say yes? I don't know. No, she did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope they all go to play in tonight. Best of luck to our proposers. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Maddie, uh, around about actually, I think it was this time yesterday morning, you were telling a story about uh, being a good Samaritan to a man that fell off a uh, lime scooter. Yes, he was very intoxicated. Mm. Yes, and I thought he was going to get run over by a car. It did make him sound like a little kid and you said he was about 50. Yes, I, I made sure yeah. he was safe and I dropped just... him at his hotel, watched him walk in the front And I was door. like, you have to do that because that's someone's child. I thought he was <laughs> well, like... still is. Yeah, I know he is, but I thought he was like 20 years of age. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does sound like it was a 20-year-old kid out on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. It was me. <laughs> it changed my... <laughs> 
yeah, it changed my view on it. And I was like, me. oh, damn, yeah. he could have broken a boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And where was that? Milton Road? Yeah, near the KFC, near my gym. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. So what are the coincidences, right? Because this morning I had an occurrence at that exact same spot at around about the exact same time. Another scooter? No. Different incident, but an incident nonetheless. It's a pretty busy road. Not but... at that time of the morning. Okay. Yeah. So I, I go straight, my gym's right there, and I go from my home to there in the morning and um, get yep. my workout done and dusted. Your gym's beside KFC? I know. It's so cruel. <laughs> it's beside KFC and in front of a brewery. <laughs> that's, 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 like, wrong. What are you doing? That's why I go so early oh. so the KFC isn't open. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's really... It's just cruel. You can see people walk out of the gym into the KFC. Just going, well, I've earned that. I feel like you would be superior, though. You know, when you're at the gym, you're like, man, look at your choices. Are you feel superior? As I I strut in past the KFC, well, there's no one there. Okay. I I do it anyway, but it just doesn't have an effect. (laughs) Um, And so I I was parking, and I could see out of the corner of my eye there was a guy, and he was toddling. And he was in a shirt, so I knew he's he's coming from somewhere. Oh, right. Going oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He had his yeah. good shirt on. He's he going out good, shirt. He had his good shirt on. It wasn't good anymore. Uh, he wasn't in the best of states. He wasn't too bad, but he'd obviously been going hard at it. It was, you know, this is 3.30, quarter to four in the morning. Can I so. go with what age for this one? Yeah, sure. How old? Like, was he 20? Oh, he was 85. No, come on. Uh, <laughs> I would say probably about 21, 22. All right, okay. Right? All right. And I could tell, you know, I thought to myself, I should just stay in my car until he walks past. But I didn't because I'm an idiot, right? So I get out and <clears throat> I'm going to throw this one at you. So it's me, this guy, and he propositioned me. He was said, he hot? <laughs> he said, oh, I want to see if you can guess what he wanted. He said, hey, hey mate, mate. Did he want a cigarette or money? May, I'll I'll give you 50 bucks. For your car? If if you. (laughs) Give me a lift. Where? To Ipswich. (laughs) Oh, how far? Well, and I'll tell you, to to help out. His Tinder date. Uh He's got got a hookup on Tinder. Swipe. And he he wants you to drop drop you off at a hookup's house. Mm. North or south? No, look, see, not even that. It wasn't for a place to go. It was he, he needed it for something. So he's like, I'll give you 50 bucks and then we'll go there. And then you can come straight back here, get you, do your gym. For drugs. And leave him here. Yeah. He wanted drugs. He wanted to buy drugs. They were great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I par- and I don't even know why because uh, around the other corner, this is the worst place gym in the world, to be fair, because not 80 metres down the road, what oh. is there? I, I don't Mackers. know. I mean, I'm going to guess. So he wanted $50 oh. to take him to Macca's. He wanted me. He wanted to give me $50. Uh, I was going to say I'll give you $50, $50 so you, you can take me to the drive-thru. And then we'll come back out. Can you not go in? Is that's it, right. That's why I said no. Is the only open? No, it's 24-hour McDonald's. Mate, he's not t- thinking logic. You've got to realise at that time of the morning, you know when you just really want, like, you just really need Macca's. Yeah. You said no? It's like a 30-second drive. Who can earn 50 bucks in 30 seconds? You'd probably vomit in your car. And yeah. I don't know if you saw the cash. Mm. Is he Couldn't still you just there? I'll take him there. <laughs> no, what, what I did, because he was pretty drunk. So I, I put him in my car, revved the engine, said, how was that? Got him out and took the 50. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you ate it, mate. You ate it. You just wolfed it all down real quick. No, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Thanks. And then two other guys, because then that was, the, that was the kink in the tail, because there wasn't just him. There was three other boys that he wanted to take as well. Oh, no, you can't oh, yeah, That's a hijacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a oh, I'm, I'm lucky to be here. No, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, oh. 
You could take one, but maybe not four. I think mm. that is my worst time when I decide to do something really nice for my husband and I decide to pick him up from a place mm. and his mates are there as well and I go, yeah, sure, I'll give you guys a lift home. And it's mm. just two seconds in and you just regret it yeah. Yeah. with the smell, with mm. the requests, with the... Yeah, no, I'm at Woodridge. Is that on the way? No, it's not on the right way. What? No, it's not. It's funny you mention that because it was Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, we're going to play Monday, guys. And you know, the 20th of November, <laughs> uh, here are some answers for you. Uh, for 7am, your letter is C. Some of your answers are Croatia, Conrad Sewell and Capricorn. And for 8am, it's Frisbee, Fresh and someone to play it on Fridays. Flowrider. Rattle. See you Monday. Bye. 